0: race car spelled backwards is still race car welcome to the race car spelled backwards podcast hey what's going on everybody my name is brad and with me as always is jamie and we are in the darn barn studio this is episode 13. 13 jamie we've skipped 12 and had two 11s and now we're at 13.
1: wow we we really did that is that the boss calling you
0: nah <laughs> yeah so last episode we celebrated our 11th episode this episode is our 13th <clears throat> went back and looked and this is actually our 13th episode some people skip number 13 we're just gonna roll with it
1: yeah we're gonna stick with 13. i guess numbers
0: just aren't our thing must be a dyslexic thing must be So this weekend we were in Dover, got to see Justin Allgaier in the beautiful DBC Door Bumper Clear Dirty Mo Media car out there on the track. Watched the other Dell Junior driver, Josh Berry, win the race Saturday. Josh drove the heck out of that car, man. Didn't you wear the DBC t-shirt to a wedding over the weekend? Well, I wore the shirt all day Saturday and I didn't wear it to the wedding. Damn it. If Justin would have won the race, instead of finishing second, I could have probably convinced my wife to let me wear the shirt to the wedding, but she's not gonna let me celebrate by wearing a NASCAR shirt for a second place finish to a wedding. There's only one first. I mean, I can't argue with her. It's not my wedding. If it was my wedding, we'd have both had on the Justin Argyle DBC shirt. Well, you know, um, Cody Ware says that
1: uh, he's been in first place before. First to exit a race. <laughs> so that it. is first place, I guess, if that's how you count it. Somebody interviewed Cody Ware? No, he, he, I made the whole thing up because <laughs> no one cares. And <laughs> well, that's all we're going to talk about Cody Ware for today. Oh, he had a wreck. Yeah, well,
0: We'll that, talk about that throughout the whole show.
1: That's about as rare as a penny, not worth stooping down to pick it up.
0: Hey, um, Chase Elliott also won the race. And that's probably because we didn't pick him. That's what we said. <laughs> We're
1: not going to pick him because when we pick him, he doesn't win. We don't pick him, he wins.
0: So just on that note, we won't be picking Chase Elliott the rest of the season. So just, just so you're aware of that. So
1: those of you that aren't Chase Elliott fans, don't get upset. When he's the champion again.
0: Chase drove the heck out of that car too though. He was up front all day, so it's not like he backed into it like Kyle Bush likes to say. But I think Chase was surprised too, because it's it's always ironic how the storylines play out to me because all week you heard a lot of rumbling talking about Chase. You know he's a he's a one show pony. He can only win on road courses. but aren't half his wins on ovals?
1: The other half are on row (laughs) course. Well, well, doesn't that? Well, I guess he's giving it away. Is that the glass half empty, half full theory? Yeah, I guess so. That's just weird. People just need a headline,
0: I guess. Must have been a slow headline week if we're just talking about that. Because he's, I think, so I think the reason they were talking about it had more to do with the fact that he's leading the points versus with no wins versus that Chase Elliott can't win on an oval. Because, like you said, half his wins have come on an oval. The other half on a road course. So obviously he knows how to win on a roval. It's just because he's the only Hendrick, going into Dover, he was the only Hendrick driver with no wins. You got his little brother over there, William, has two wins. Bowman's backed into a win. And Larson knocked off one early. So... I think that, that's why Chase got more attention. He's got no wins. Everybody else from Hendrick had wins, and he was leading the points. If he wouldn't have been leading the points, he wouldn't have got the attention last week.
1: So what is the hub going to talk about this week?
0: Probably that he's leading the points with only one win, and you have drivers like Kyle and William who have two wins this year, and they're not leading the points.
1: Maybe they need to be more consistent then, consistently win more.
0: <laughs> the only th- – <laughs> The only thing that's been consistent this year in NASCAR is Cody Ware wrecking every week.
1: And, you know, as we were watching it before the show, I think the ghost of Fireball Roberts doesn't like Cody Ware because he has a lot of phantom crashes.
0: He always, it seems like he wrecks coming out of turn four a lot too. Yeah, it doesn't matter what track, fill in the blank. It's like he, it's almost like. You know when you're driving down the highway and you, like, doze off? Not fall asleep, but just kind of, like, startle yourself and jump? It's like that's what happens to Cody where midway through the race, he's like, yeah, I'm running dead friggin' last. 12 laps down, we suck, and he's la-la-la, singing in his head, dozes off, startles himself, hits the wall.
1: Do you think maybe the uh, guys up there telling them, door bumper clear might walk over and go hey hey we need a caution right now 10 grand I'll give you a set of tires
0: well they can't do that how do you
1: know they're not doing it though
0: because NASCAR monitors the amount of tires they have no but they'll slip them <laughs> slip them something you just pull into my style wax didn't yeah, yeah we'll just I change mean, the tires so- for you <laughs> that sounds like a Rick Ware mistake too or you know, the car get, pulls through their <laughs> box early and they jump over and start changing the tires. <laughs> they might do that. Whoa, you know? whoa, guys,
1: stop, wrong car. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt if that
0: happens. <laughs> Only It's Rick coming. Ware. Only Cody Ware's guys would do that.
1: So Bubba's gonna pull into Rick Ware's pit box so they're, they're gonna, gonna jump. change the tires.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then he's gonna pull up to his spot and all four are gonna fall off. So <laughs> then who gets the penalty for the tires falling off?
1: I would have to say (laughs) Rick Rick Ware's racing. They're going to have to, they're paying the penalty.
0: All right, so Dover, raced in Dover. Like we said, Chase Elliott won it. Started the race on Sunday. You know, NASCAR famously always says they will not start a race unless they know they can finish it. Therefore, 69 laps later, we're postponing the race till Monday. So did they think they could get 400 laps in? in the time limit that the TV network slotted for them before it started raining?
1: They must have. I mean, maybe they don't. I have an app. I use Weather Underground. There's plenty. There's the Weather Channel. There's plenty of different weather apps out there, but are, is no one at NASCAR smart enough to download the app? Don't they bring a weather uh, meteorologist with
0: them and look at radar? Bob Parkers. That guy's a jack-of-all-trades. That dude. <laughs> He's amazing. Just ask Bob. Maybe that's what they should do. Bob, do you think we can get this race in? Well, according to Rule 13.79, no. Yeah. All right, guys, let's start this race. I think we can get it in. Have you noticed Bob is probably the most quoted...
1: Oh, no doubt. ...journalist out there in the world of NASCAR? I mean, everybody. Bob Popkris, And I listen to him. I like the guy. He's great,
0: but... Really, Bob and Jeff Gluck are the only two I pay attention to. Jordan Bianchi from The Athletic, hes I pay attention that's to That's the dude
1: that's on the podcast with him, isn't it, yeah. Jordan Bianchi? So basically yeah.
0: those three is where I get all my NASCAR news.
1: Don't you remember back in the day when newspapers, they all had a reporter for NASCAR? I've heard about it. You don't even remember
0: newspapers, do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes i do
1: <laughs>
0: I, had, I had the ajc newspaper on my kindle oh yeah that's what you're talking about i get it every morning digitally it just shows up that one that man, newspaper i'm so
1: old i remember when there was a morning paper and a different evening paper
0: they brought two papers to your house
1: two papers back in the 80s
0: man you would think dover was a boring race because we really have just talked about nonsense up until this point
1: It was a good race. I wouldn't call it boring like I would call
0: Richmond or Martinsville. Martinsville. I thought Dover was exciting, but it was the tire fall-off. I mean, you gotta think about it. This is, we're, what, 11 races in now, and we finally have tire fall-off. We've had no tire fall-off all year. They've been able to run 100 laps on right-side tires. Are we 11 races in or
1: 12? Or maybe 13?
0: As we've proven, this episode, we can't count. We've done 13 episodes. We did two.
1: Are we counting the intro episode? <laughs>
0: That's what I mean. <laughs> so do we count Daytona then? If we don't count our intro episode, do we count the intro race at Daytona?
1: I don't know. Subscribe, people, and you'll get the next one once we load it.
0: 14. <laughs> and then you can count.
1: Yeah. You can even email us and tell us what episode we're on. Janet, if you're out there, <laughs> help us.
0: What episode We need Bob Pockras to come on our show and let us know what episode we're on. Do you think Bob
1: Pockras listens to
0: us? Do you think We use a
1: free app. We don't know everyone that listens <laughs> to us. So and it doesn't give us those dynamics or whatever you want to matrices.
0: We'll tweet Bob after the show and ask him if he's been listening to our show.
1: Do we give anything are are we relevant to Bob Puckras?
0: That's all it matters. That's
1: my goal. I want to be relevant to Bob.
0: That's that's what Brad Kazowski says too. <laughs> yeah. It's also what Cody Ware says. <laughs> I think Brad and them have a better chance at being more relevant than Cody does faster.
1: The story will be when Daddy Ware sells his charters and makes millions. Yeah. And Cody's out of a seat. He's holding out for Dell Jr. to buy his charter. Wouldn't be a bad idea. It'd make racing more interesting.
0: because no. We would definitely have at least two more cars that would be worth the dang.
1: And Junior Motorsports, he they're going to invest. If you hear us, Mr. Ware, we'll broker it for you.
0: Well, even though we had tire fall off, I think that's going to be the big storyline at least. Isn't that the first week. race
1: with tire wear off? Yeah, that's what I mean. Did you notice after the rain there <laughs> was still rubber on the track Monday?
0: That's what I mean. The track, the track rubbered in for the first time all year. The tires fell off for the first time all year. And then even wheels fell off. Just ask Denny Hamlin. He won stage one coming out of the pits. His tire, legitimately, his tire always beat him off the pit road. Would they have put the tire on the grid next to him, front row? It depends on if Denny wanted the inside or the outside.
1: Well, the tire would have had to choose which that t- line, right? That tire would be looking over at
0: Denny going, you know four tires are better than three. <laughs> that sucks. That's, that means that Denny's crew chief, his jackman, and his tire changer are getting a four-week vacation. My question is, do these employees still get paid while on suspension? So I would imagine Gabe Hart, the crew chief, He'll still get paid because he, he'll probably be sitting outside in a motor coach somewhere or in Can the he stands. be in the
1: infield or the stands? Can he be in the infield sitting in a. I don't think bus? he can
0: be in the infield. I really don't know. Like, I think he can be in the stands. So his team, he's though. At, he's at the track. And even if he's not at the track, they've got 10 other guys who can run that tr- car and be a crew chief. Well, let's say hauling in a motorhome. The car chief.
1: Like at Atlanta, you know, they put on the west side of the track between turn two and three, there's a berm where you can park your big buses. Yeah. If he's sitting in the back and they rent that spot, are they going to know he's at the track? Sitting in the bathroom on the toilet uh-huh. with his fan vision scanner. Or, you know, like a kid, just put a blanket over his face so you can't see who two he
0: Two rounds of wedge out on this next <laughs> stop, guys. Hold on, I got a flush. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm sure he's getting paid, but like I said, what about the Jackman and the tire changer? They're they're the most qualified for that job. Obviously makes a mistake, tire falls off, wheel falls off. Let's rephrase that. The wheel falls off the car. Do they still get paid for the next four weeks? They can't go crew chief in another series either. They're out. So does the team
1: pay the fines for him or do they have to pay the fines?
0: I don't. Is there Personally. a fine? Isn't there? I don't think there's a fine to those individuals. I think it's like maybe an overall team fine. I'll ask Bob. The team would pay the fine, though, I'm sure. They have a budget line item for fines, especially the Gibbs. Well, you know, I I would imagine they probably do pay those guys suspension pay. (laughs) It's like hazard pay, but suspension pay.
1: You know, I didn't know they used the same nut.
0: Yeah, so we were talking about that. When we watched the replay of the race. So when the tire changes, when the car pulls into pit road, the gun pulls the nut off with a magnet. It's supposed to hold the nut into the gun with a magnet. Tire wheel comes off, new tire wheel goes on, lug goes back on. Same lug, same four lug nuts all race on. I really thought they were gluing those things on the wheel. You think this? You think the lug nut like that has... Maybe it's coming unseated from the gun and that's why the wheels aren't getting as tight or is it just, they're just trying to be that fast and they're missing it? I don't know. I mean, have you ever, have we had a race where there wasn't a wheel
1: coming off? We haven't, have we?
0: Not unless it was a Rick Ware wheel fell off and they just didn't talk about it. Well, aren't they using... We've had very few races where the wheel fell off. Let's just say that.
1: I mean, I think it's been every race. I need to... You know, listen to our old podcast, see if we complained about it then. All
0: 13 of them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Christopher Bell had a loose wheel yesterday, and he also had to come in, so that would have really – he's pretty lucky the wheel didn't fall off. I heard Larry Mack say most of the time, instead of getting that vibration from a loose wheel now, the wheel just falls off right away, and it's because there's only one lug nut. So when that nut goes – I mean you saw Denny, he he made it four stalls down before it fell off.
1: Did the and I don't know what position the guy as it sits there and waves his hands in the pit stop the box. Do you think he waved Denny too soon and they didn't have enough time to get the Yeah,
0: that's exactly what happened. So the Jack Man, the tire changer knew the nut wasn't in the end of his gun. So they even said after the stop, that nut was seen in Joey Logano's pit one stall away. Well, you can see it in slow-mo, just flying off as soon as he leaves. So the nut wasn't even in the gun, I don't think. So the tire changer knew immediately he didn't get the nut on. He was waving, but the jackman just didn't see him. It's nine seconds, you know. Four tires gas in nine seconds. The jackman said, go, 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 go.
1: What do you think the crew chief tells Denny? Sometimes you feel like nut. sometimes you don't. <laughs>
0: it happens. I think that's about all you can say is it happens, right?
1: Denny must have lost his
0: his shit, dude. Yeah, I guarantee you Denny was having a moment. <laughs> he had more than a moment in the car. You know how his lips her up when he gets mad. Yeah, it's a good thing he's tied down inside that car because he was probably coming unglued. Kyle Larson spun out yesterday. He had a tire going down. That dude's the only driver out there, I think, that can drive the car and make it look good while wrecking. I mean, it could have been a lot worse. He just—he started spinning out in the middle of the turn. You notice
1: Denny hasn't tweeted about it this week. Tweeted about what? Larson spinning. Spinning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he did the sensitivity training, and he understands that Larson's probably hurting emotionally. And spinning out. So I, I wonder if he's he gonna the, tweet a picture of the tornado from that movie Twister. He probably should have picked that one. Well, I mean, I'm talking about from this weekend. He just didn't want to offend Mother Nature.
1: Man, you don't mess with Mother Nature. It should spin you out. <laughs> oh man, it ain't just gonna be the press coming after well, you. Well, it's just
0: bad karma. I mean, Denny Hamlin makes fun of makes fun. Denny Hamlin. Just, it was just a piss poor decision. He, you're, you know, you're a public figure. You're in the public eye. They're gonna scrutinize every little bitty thing you do, and unfortunately for us who enjoy Denny's Twitter rants, we're probably not gonna get them anymore because now Denny's been silenced, just like with Kurt and and uh, Brad Keselowski. Both of them used to run off at the lip. They'd they'd be the first ones to tell you NASCAR sucked. NASCAR has fined them. Now Kurt's a gentleman. Yeah, and Brad don't really have a whole lot to say.
1: And you listen to the radio, there's no F-bombs with Kurt. I'm going to kill the Jackman.
0: Well, like I said with Denny, it's karma because his race team, 2311, they are struggling, man. You got mid-pack Bubba. Finished mid-pack again in 16th. Here and lately, Kurt, Kurt got wrecked. Kurt, I think the last couple races hasn't finished better than 30th. Did you see the in-car camera when he wrecked? When he closed his eyes. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would. <laughs> I think my eyes would be like bug-eyed. Just <laughs> I don't want to miss. Like I did the ride along at Talladega, right? And I don't think I blinked for four laps because I didn't want to miss anything. Like I was just wide open to the point where it hurt, like my eyes hurt after the ride along because I didn't want to blink. I was scared I was going to miss something.
1: You think Kirk ever gets home? And says, I really don't like driving a Toyota,
0: well, it's not just Toyota. You look at Ford. Ford struggled off season. You got everybody thought Joey Logano was going to be the leader of the Ford pack this year, and Heck, he hit the wall yesterday a couple times maybe. Blaney's leading the charge at Ford, but he's not really setting the world on fire. He's won a handful of stages. Nobody at Stuart Haas Racing is really setting the world on fire. Briscoe's got one win, that's all. You got um, everybody starting to compare Kevin Harvick to Jimmy Johnson and Richard Petty. Well, he Hasn't won anything. I think, you know, he's on his last year or two. Well, he's got two years. This year and next year is it, but will he win again?
1: I wouldn't be surprised if he just announced he's retiring at the end of the season.
0: Obviously, Ford is missing something. Toyota, it's been circumstantial, I think, because I think the Gibbs cars, that Gibbs has some wins this season, but I think overall they're consistent each week. Ford is consistently bad each week. Chevy obviously has. Their cake and eating it too because they're just about heck almost. You got every Hendrick cars won. track houses got wins. RCR, it's not really known as a winning organization anymore, but they're doing better than they usually do.
1: They are. They've been running up front. I don't know, man. Ford is just off. Is it? That Ford has lost interest in Stuart Haas? Stuart Haas has lost interest in Ford? What's
0: well, there's the room, rumors that...
1: They're going to Dodge. Yeah.
0: So, I don't know if that's true, but maybe maybe they're not investing as much of their money into Stuart Haas, and Stuart Haas isn't investing as much of their money into Ford. So then you've only got Brad Keselowski and Pinsky, but Pinsky and Brad Keselowski and Roush That should be enough. That's eight cars, or let's see, three and four if
1: you count Burton. In the truck series, how many Fords are there, two? Uh,
0: very few. There's more than two, but...
1: I mean, I look at it as baseball. If your farm system sucks...
0: Well, I think Toyota's taken advantage of that farming system for a long time. Yet, Hendrix has the youngest overall team in the in the sport I mean look at their drivers for Hendrick Chase Bowman William and Larson they're all kids
1: yeah you could add up all four of their ages and they wouldn't even meet the age of Harvick
0: yeah basically so Harvick might be but I still think Ford overall is having an issue I just don't think Ford's got this car figured out. I think Chevy's ahead of everybody because RCR was such a big part in developing this car.
1: I think it's money. Ford's not throwing the money at it. That's my guess. What makes
0: Cody Ware suck so bad? Four laps down, spins out, takes Denny Hamlin out, ending a crappy day.
1: I think Fireball Roberts doesn't like him.
0: Cody Ware obviously has money. He's got Nutella sponsoring him or whoever it is.
1: Neutrogena, I don't know.
0: Nut something. Nutmeg. Nutmeg. I guess Denny didn't have anything for Cody. Poor
1: Cody. Feel Poor bad Cody. For him. Not really, but
0: dude, the dude lacks the talent to compete in the Cup Series, and he makes that obvious every single week. Like to the point where I'm almost tired of talking about it every week. Every week we have a section called Cody Where wrecked Again. Cody Ware ran out of talent again. Cody maybe, Ware sucks again.
1: Maybe we should have a segment instead of where's Waldo, where's Cody? Well, he's he's at the out. end of the pack. He's
0: spinning. I <laughs> in guarantee the wall, he's in the safer back- barrier. He's turned around backwards. <laughs> for no apparent reason. Hey, we got A.J. Allmendinger. got to have his crew out for four weeks after he loses a wheel. A.J. don't race every week, so I don't think it really matters. AJ just pulled in the garage after that. He's like, all right, guys, whatever. Bad day. Socks. sucks. Let's go.
1: I expected more from Colic Racing this year. They
0: really don't seem to have it together. i give them another year. I think last year they won. It was, I don't want to say a fluke, but it was a road course, and you had AJ Allmendinger driving your car, and you gave him a decent car. Come on, you got a shot to win.
1: But they ought to have the money because my mom had leaf guard come quota gutters. and she showed me what they quoted her I'm like mom I'll climb up every Sunday and clean your gutters before the race for that kind of money it's expensive
0: it ain't cheap I was thinking about doing it at my house so I'd basically be cheaper for me to buy a race team yeah (laughs) Corey LaJoy gets into Daniel Suarez, spinning him out that's not what we're gonna talk about what we're gonna talk about is Daniel Suarez. Daniel Suarez is like the veteran of, of Trackhouse. He's their first guy. He's their guy. Trackhouse acquires another team by buying them out and in turn picks up Ross Chastain from said team. Ross Chastain's the rookie on Trackhouse. Ross Chastain has two wins, Daniel Suarez has zero. Do you think Daniel's feeling the pressure and it's getting in his head? Well,
1: what's the big difference between the two teams before they merged? Money. Now they got tons of money. Yeah, but Canassi had money. Canassi's over there doing F1, he's got Indy teams, he's got an IMSA team. He wasn't concentrating, where Justin Marks is concentrating on NASCAR.
0: So essentially, this is year two, Suarez, but it's essentially year two for Chastain as well because it's the same team he drove for last year. Suarez will get a win this year. Oh, def- I think he will. I don't see a scenario where he doesn't get a win.
1: Chastain might be champion, except for Chase, but we're not saying that because then Chase won't get it.
0: Yeah. Definitely not saying that because I don't want to jinx Chase. So here's a question for you. Do you think NASCAR should race at tracks that do not have lights especially considering the tv networks want such a late start time for these races
1: but will the networks carry them on to prime time
0: what do you mean by that if yeah they they're,
1: whatever i don't watch i'm i stream everything except for well even the race because commercials drive me insane but you start getting to those senior citizens that watch the ABC, CBS, and NBC live. The are, they will, are they willing to push that race, even though it was on FS1? Are they willing to push that into
0: their prime time? Yeah, if it's on FS1. If it's on Fox, they're going to move it to FS1, if the track has lights. They would all rather run the race Sunday. I mean, well,
1: NASCAR owns the track, right? No, it's never mind. Crap! And they—they don't even buy toilet paper, you know. That's why I bring my own toilet paper to the track in a backpack. Never mind.
0: SMI. Talking about collie racing. What about Martin Truex Jr. and Ross Chastain getting into it at the end of the race there? I still don't know if me and you agree on it. After we've watched the replay like six times, to me it looks like Ross came up, but. Then again, Chastain could have got into him. Either way, Chastain could not hold on to his car after him and Ross touched bumpers. What the hell happened to Truex? I mean, he bumped him, and then
1: he's fine, and next thing you know, he's spinning. He went straight
0: for a little bit. It's almost like he pulled a Cody Ware and missed, and then spun out. Maybe he thought,
1: just like he did when he was with Michael Waltrip Racing, if he got a caution it would change the outcome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So he spun on perfectly.
1: Or was that Clint? Clint did it to help Martin, didn't he? Yeah, it was Clint.
0: Yeah, Clint did it to help Martin.
1: Maybe Martin forgot the sequence he was supposed to do it in.
0: It looked like Chastain put the block on Martin Truex Jr. going into turn three. So last lap. You're doing everything you can. Or actually, it was in turn two because Martin Truex zigzagged all the way down the back straightaway. What I don't understand is why the heck they threw a caution flag coming to the checkered flag at the very end of the race. I mean, the race is over. You throw it, throw the ca- the checkered.
1: Maybe they wanted the racing to start and freeze the field, and hope that uh, Truex doesn't die.
0: Or maybe they were, everyone
1: can slow down once caution. Chase comes
0: had a, a second and a half lead, so Martin Truex is not going to catch up to him. I mean, not Martin Trucks. Ricky Stenhouse. We went this whole show and haven't even talked about spent Ricky Stenhouse finishing second.
1: He did pretty good on that race. <laughs> that
0: was a big surprise that he finished the race. And he didn't wreck. I mean, Chris Buescher, shout out to Busher, man. He finishes eighth. Starts on the pole, finishes eighth. Keselowski 20th, but he had some issues.
1: Keselowski sucks this year, dude. I'm shocked that he hasn't won yet. His equipment blows. <laughs> who,
0: who should he be mad at, himself?
1: Yeah, he's an owner. There's a problem. He needs to fix it.
0: Ryan Priest finished 25th. I heard somebody on um, the morning drive this morning call in about Ryan Priest saying how bad he sucked. He, they thought he would be better in Stuart Haas equipment, but come to find out that wasn't a Stuart Haas built car, so... That was just a Rick Ware car around Priest was in, which I don't understand that. If he's out there in Rick Ware's equipment, but he's a Stuart Haas sim driver, why wouldn't Stuart Haas at least give him a second car? Throw him a motor or something.
1: Isn't it, though, like Rick Ware's second car, pay to play? I mean, you're basically like it hurts renting a race car, right? So do you think Stuart Haas rented that for him? They just didn't have the car?
0: I don't know. Cody where it's Nurtec ODT. What's I that? have ODT.
1: No, OCD. I'm sorry, it's OCD, not ODT.
0: That's like over the table. <laughs>
1: over the table,
0: huh. <laughs> is that like over the counter? So you're buying drugs at the kitchen table now? Is it over the counter or is it prescription? Well, it's ODT, over is the it, table. <laughs> is it covered on
1: our, our health
0: plan? <laughs> All right, so I was going to do the commercial breakdown but I skipped it because with the rain delay, it had four hours of rain delay coverage, then four hours of racing coverage and eight hours of total coverage. It was just it was all messed up. So I just skipped it because it just didn't make sense. I but, watched it. there was a lot of commercials. Yeah, I fast forward, I listened to the whole race on MRN, then I went back and watched it. So what I want to do is I listen to Sirius XM Radio every week. My favorite show to listen to is Dave Moody. So, I basically, I took three of the driving topics of the week last week from Dave Moody, and I'm going to ask you those questions, and we can discuss it. First one, can Ross Chastain and Trackhouse Racing make it to the final round and be one of the four drivers competing for a championship at the end of the year?
1: I say, based on what we've seen so far, yes. I agree.
0: A lot of the people who called into the show last week said no. don't think he's able to do it they think that the cream's going to rise to the top and the same four drivers who are always in it are going to be the same four drivers who are in it this time isn't he
1: kind of displaying the skills of a top four driver though do they think it's going to disappear
0: i think it's early in the season and i think he's got two wins and i think every single week we're talking about ross chastain leading laps i mean he finished third at dover he could easily go out and win at Darlington. So I definitely think Ross Chastain, where he's currently at, and he could be a Final Four driver. There's no doubt so about it in my mind.
1: Pitbull, Marks,
0: they got the secret sauce, dude. Yeah, yeah it's called money. Mm-hmm. It's all, and they've got two very Pitbull talented drivers. Pitbull
1: can just release another hit and throw some millions at it.
0: Yeah, I mean that's like a set of tires per hit mm-hmm so he needs more hits all right question number two after the Denny Hamlin meme tweet from Family Guy went viral question of the of the day or topic of the day was NASCAR's punishment on Denny Hamlin too harsh now just for a little bit of clarity NASCAR required Denny Hamlin to start sensitivity training last week, and it's the exact same thing that they require Carl Kyle Larson to do during his incident. So what do you think? Were they too, NASCAR too harsh on him? No, they probably need to quiz him and make
1: sure that he absorbed the information they made him watch. And I think that's probably like the training videos our corporation has.
0: I was going to say, I mean. A quiz at the end. Yeah, well, we go through these kind of trainings for our companies, or most every corporation in America has some type of training you go through. And it's to protect their interest as well as your interest. So, Denny knew, it's a rule. You know, Dave Moody read the rule off. Anything that you do that could offend, that offends somebody basically you can't do, and Denny said it too. Denny said I posted it as a joke, but if it offended one person, that's one person too many. I don't think NASCAR was too harsh. NASCAR had a rule, black and white. Denny broke said rule.
1: Denny must have said that after his training, probably. It sounds out of character for
0: him. Before the training, he was like, <laughs> <Yeah. "Hey."> uh-huh. <laughs> that's, "That's my like Denny Hamlin laugh."
1: Do you think he sits in the basement of his 10,000-square-foot basement with one light, empty floors, turning the light off and on in the dark, going, No one understands
0: me. (laughs) Crying. No
1: one understands me.
0: Have you ever seen that movie, Charlotte's Web? Which one? The animated one? There's more than one. The old one. I don't know. (laughs) The oldest one. It's
1: really old. The one
0: from when you were a kid. I think it was a generation before me. (laughs) Okay, well, have you seen it? Boomers. You know the rat and yeah that's who denny hamlin (laughs) reminds me of
1: you know what i love about denny is when he's pissed off he gets a weird pucker just a weird pucker like he's constipated and then he explodes oh no doubt so we're gonna be rated mature again huh yeah
0: like i said the ones who suffer from denny hamlin taking sensitivity training are the fans who like watching denny hamlin lose his crap on Twitter. Denny's known to get upset and Elon Musk it and throw out whatever he wants and say whatever he thinks. And it's funny. But if it offends one person, that's one person too many. Look, the best thing I heard said all week about the Denny Hamlin thing was this old old guy calls in to Dave Moody and says, hey, when he was a kid, his mama used to tell him, if you don't have nothing nice to say, then don't say nothing. That'd be a boring world. Yeah, it would. (laughs) Boring NASCAR too. What an idiot. Just keep going, Denny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How bad was sensitivity training? Entertain us. If I mean, I guess you gotta ask yourself how long it takes to take it and is there a repeat offenders? Like, how many times do you have to repeat the offense before you have to take more than one? That's one
1: on one with a psychologist if Denny breaks that rule again. We'll dig down to his childhood and see why he's the way he is. Maybe people will then understand him, and he won't have to hang out in the basement hiding from everyone. it would probably make
0: him a crappy driver, though. It's like rock stars who quit doing drugs suck. Not all, but a lot of great rock stars have stopped doing drugs. Some of the best ones OD'd and died. So Exactly, that's what I'm getting (laughs) at. So if Denny stops being Denny, he might suck. Wasn't
1: that what we always are criticizing NASCAR for, that their drivers are so well-trained to put in their endorsements while they're sipping their water with the label face the
0: right way? We need character in NASCAR. You got a group of them over there at Joe Gibbs Racing.
1: You do, but you know what? Look at the way Truex and Ross Chastain, they argued Chastain was asked, "What did they say if he would like to? I don't know. Indulge the press. I'm, it's I'm not quoting it completely." And he said, "No, no, I wouldn't. Wouldn't you really like to know what was said, though? We tried to read the lips. We yeah. ended up just in our li- conversation. We, was we, yeah, way we just worse than what was really being said. We just put words in their mouths, and it was very entertaining. But uh. I'd like to know what was said. Maybe we should shoot that video and put our words in
0: and throw it on YouTube." <laughs> Maybe Truex walked over and go, hey, Watermelon Man, <laughs> quit being such a douche out on the track. You can't run over everybody. And Watermelon Man looked up at Truex and went, hey, MTJ, shut up.
1: Maybe he said, hey, where do you want me to bust the watermelon next race I win? And he, you could see Truex point over in turn two. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's where I park at. <laughs> I'd really like some watermelon next time, Ross. I want That's what they were talking about. Chastain was, was standing there. Ross comes and says, hey, man, next time you bust a watermelon, I really like watermelon. You think you could bring me some pieces? And Ross says, eh, I never even thought of you, Chastain. I mean, X. yeah, I'll bring you some watermelon next time I bust it. And you know, Martin like, hey. said,
1: we don't have watermelons in New Jersey.
0: Yeah, Joe don't let us bust watermelons.
1: And Ross said, bring me a pizza. I'll bring you a watermelon, and we can have a party. And... Truex said let's eat it over
0: there this is why they should have just put the conversation on TV because what we make up is way dumber than what they actually said all right next question will Kyle Busch be back in the Joe Gibbs racing number 18 next year Morris has already said they will not be returning as a primary sponsor this is a contract here no you don't think he will nope
1: where's he go His own team. He's gonna buy a charter with all that M and M's money. Rick Ware. Yep. He's gonna buy out Rick Ware. Maybe to be Bush. Switching to
0: Toyota. Maybe to be Bush Ware, or maybe to be Ware Bush Racing.
1: Monster will sponsor him. Rick Bush. Yeah, Rick Bush Racing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds horrible. (laughs) Ware Bush. Ware Bush. (laughs) No, I'm gonna. I don't think he will either.
1: I, th- I think Ty's on his ass, breathing hard like a dragon. And well,
0: it's also a contract year for Truex as well. So,
1: But I don't, you know, I in my job I drive a lot, so I entertain myself with other podcasts. Somewhere I heard that uh, he has a really good relationship with the owners of Bass Pro Shop, and they want to keep him. Who? Martin. MJX. M T J. Whatever his name is. Martin X. Eminem? Yeah. MX.
0: MX. Well, that's a nice rap. I mean, he needs to start rapping. MX? Yeah. He don't hardly talk much less. No, he doesn't. Um I think Kyle Bush could end up at um, Stuart Haas. Do you think they can get the sponsorship for him? Do you think I mean, does do you think Gene Haas needs the money to have a driver come drive for him? He basically his
1: daddy invented the CNC
0: machine, so. Yeah. Gene Haas sponsored Kurt Busch out of his mean. own pocket to have him come drive for him. He wanted him so bad. Gene and Tony were willing to pay whatever it took to get Larson, but Ford would not support it. They didn't want that kind of publicity. Well, Ford support Bush. Bush is a little off the handle, too. I think Ford would support anything at this point that Tony wants after Larson goes out and wins 11 races for Chevy last year. They're probably going, eh, maybe we could have done sensitivity training.
1: May, I'm, they probably have it in their corporate wheelhouse. Just to not the video. I think
0: Bush and Stewart together would be a powder keg waiting to explode any moment, but... I don't see Kyle Busch racing for Penske because Penske's well-spoken, well-mannered, well. well Oh, and he makes you wear a tie and all that weird stuff. I mean, I can see Kyle wearing a tie, but I can't see Kyle being positive when he gets out of the car. He's the most negative interview when he wins, much less loses.
1: Penske's stuck in the 1950s, man. Okay,
0: well, so he won't be racing at Penske. Nobody else can afford him. He's obviously. He wants what he makes now. That's the problem. He wants what he makes now. What do you now. think he
1: makes, 20 mil? Yeah, easy. Not counting his side yeah, no, endorsements, I mean just, rowdy just drinks. Just Joe
0: Gibbs. We'll say 20 mil. And, and probably, probably most of that
1: comes from Mars. And probably that's how much Rick Hendricks spends for all four drivers now.
0: Probably. Five million a year is probably I, don't, I think Chase probably makes 15. Think he gets that much? Yeah, Chase came in on the back end of drivers still making a lot of money. He was on the five million's
1: b- a lot of money. I mean, yeah, but you and I don't make five million in five years
0: or ten. Yeah, well, better throw that in, or they'll
1: <laughs> cut our pay. <laughs> we're getting paid for this. No, we don't get paid for this. <laughs> no, right. This is we need to I've form something a <laughs> five hundred one nonprofit organization for our podcast, so people can donate.
0: Yeah, what he said. All right, <laughs> we're going to South Carolina. I personally do not like the state of South Carolina. No offense to anybody who lives in the state of South Carolina. I
1: love the state of North Carolina, <laughs> <laughs> North Carolina. <laughs> you got to go through South Carolina to get there. So by the time I get to South Carolina, I'm excited about getting to North Carolina. So I like South Carolina too.
0: South Carolina still had dry counties.
1: They got firecrackers though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that makes it safer. You can't drink your beer. I don't even drink. I don't know why it bothers me. I've just always looked at South Carolina as backwoods, and I lived in Alabama, so it really makes no sense. So going to Darlington, South Carolina, Jamie, we're heading there this weekend. Where do we not want to stay at?
1: Well, let's start this with a Wyndham.
0: No crap. Yeah, a
1: travel lodge by Wyndham in Florence. For those of you that haven't been to the area, Florence is the biggest city near Darlington. So Owen S very recently on Google rated a one out of five. And this is what Owen S, actually it's Owen SS. Does that mean he was a Nazi? (laughs) All right, so we don't know anything about Owen people, but it's Owen SS, one out of five, Google review. He says, when we checked into the first room, there were wrappers and blankets everywhere. Does that mean that, like iced tea was in there?
0: I thought the same thing when I read it too.
1: <laughs> that's crazy. Tupac's in his room. Man, that's where Tupac moved to, Florence. <laughs> when we asked for another room, we were given a room that smelled strongly of smoke. It must have been right on top of Tupac's room. There were Snoop dogs. There smoke? were smoke. <laughs> There were stains on the bed sheets, which seems to be, that's the norm for Wyndham. And there was an unidentified substance. At least they, like last week, didn't go sniff it.
0: (laughs) We licked it and we couldn't tell what it was.
1: That tastes rancid.
0: I licked that (laughs) substance for five minutes.
1: I'm not sure if that's (laughs) peanut butter or poo. It's old. (laughs) <laughs> the toilet seat was hanging in for dear life. Was it hanging <laughs> into the toilet? One screw? Wow. Isn't
0: and next anyone? to the
1: toilet, you could see clearly that someone wiped with the shower curtain. So they oh, smelled my. that. If you want to get a zero sleep and cancer. I don't know why cancer's thrown in there. <laughs> I would advise you not to stay. I would advise you to stay here.
0: What, how? So if you don't want to get any sleep and you would like to get cancer, stay here.
1: Are they smoking that much <laughs> so, around that room that you can get secondhand cancer?
0: Apparently the Travel Lodge by Wyndham causes cancer in California after all, people.
1: Wow, that must be. What's with the wrappers bl- and blankets everywhere? Everywhere. Kind of, I mean, just <laughs> everywhere. Not just crumpled up and thrown in the corner. All right,
0: so other than the obvious of me thinking of, Tupac and Ice Cube, when I first read this,
1: you think they meant I thought cigarette
0: my, wrappers? No, I thought my kids room, like candy wrappers the day after Halloween, like when my kids were like three or uh, four. I
1: think they mean rolling papers.
0: Well, then they would have said papers,
1: not but you wrappers. You can't even drink in South Carolina. There's no way you can roll a joint. Well, maybe they're
0: rolling cigarettes from the tobacco that they grow on what, the farm. What are they from?
1: The show <laughs> Yellowstone? I'm going to roll my own schmokey. <laughs> Give me some
0: terbachi. When they asked for mm-hmm. another room, they were given a. So they did switch rooms. Yeah, the the new room smelled strongly of smoke, and it had stains on the bed sheets. That's from where the dude wiped his. Or the,
1: we don't know male female, but that's where someone wiped their butt with a shower curtain. <laughs> you
0: you have to be in bad shape to wipe your butt with a shower curtain. Who owns Darlington now? That's
1: NASCAR, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Well, they <laughs> you give you toilet paper. And not shower curtains.
0: <laughs> yeah. SMI hands out shower curtains at the gate. Maybe they were going to an
1: SMI track and that was on the Maybe way. they're saying they, zero
0: sleep causes cancer. I don't know. That's why they're going to a four day work week in California. So they get more sleep and less cancer. Because working causes sleep cancer. Sleep
1: causes cancer in California
0: though. Well, so does no sleep. Everything causes cancer in California. Except moving out of California. It's the only thing that, that doesn't creates cause, freedom. That, causes, that cures cancer.
1: <laughs> Don't want to get political here, but.
0: How do you cure cancer? Move. <laughs> All right, where are we going next?
1: Next, we got the Palmetto Inn. That sounds really fancy. One out of five by <laughs> Morgan Stacy. I think we know Morgan Stacy from somewhere. It's a dude, too. Sounds like a. Song. Didn't we work with a Morgan Stacy in Tennessee? Sounds like a musician. Eh, maybe it is. Maybe they're in Nashville. <laughs> but they say this hotel was absolutely horrible. First off, I killed six roaches and kept them. <laughs> I mean, what? Is, is this some biologist that studies roaches?
0: Dissected all six of these roaches and they've been eating <laughs> crap.
1: <laughs> they are not well-fed roaches, Mr. Manager. Well, then they called the manager, asked him to come to the room. So that I could prove to him that I killed them while he was in the room, he saw three running around himself. <laughs> wow! Did he kill them? They were practicing for Darlington. Mm. Girl. <laughs> so nicely, I asked, could we get our money back? They they spelled it B A C C. Say you spell it. South get our Carolina. money back. how <laughs> you buck. spell it
0: South Carolina.
1: And, of course, he said that he couldn't do that, so I asked if we could switch rooms. And he said that we couldn't switch rooms until the morning, but we were only staying there for one night. Well, that, Why would he even offer that option, then? So you can get a shower in a clean room? I don't think the school systems are very good in South <laughs> Carolina. It's all the firecrackers. So I asked him again, could I please switch to another room? And he wouldn't let me do that. So he went and got some roach spray <laughs> and allowed me to spray the room. Nice <laughs> holy
0: crap. I,
1: I know I killed over 60 roaches
0: holy and I molly. bet this dude I bet Morgan counted
1: oh and well he kept them he collects them <laughs> I asked to talk to the manager this is after they killed 60 roaches he said he was the manager so this morning after I they double seed again they must have a sticky C on their computer I chalked out and left. I realized I left the food that I had cooked from home in their refrigerator, but my food was on some off, what? My food was on some off my mom's good plates and Tupperware, not Tupperware. This is Walmart Chinese Tupperware.
0: Oh my God. So I
1: called and asked, may I come get the food <laughs> out of the fridge? And of course, all the food and plates were trashed. So I asked, may I please have the general manager's phone number? And he hung up in my face. What? I've, how can you <laughs> hang up on the phone in someone's face?
0: So yeah, you take your mama's good plates to the... The Tupperware,
1: dude. It's Tupperware.
0: Take all mama's Tupperware up to the Palmetto Inn.
1: So, not only is this hotel absolutely disgusting, but the manager, owner, whatever, the (laughs) fooch. I'm going to spell this. Once again, double C's. F-U-C-C. Isn't that food? No, it'd have to have an H. You guys can figure it out. Just sound it out. (laughs) F-U-C-C. We don't use that word on this podcast. I did once. But I have trained myself not to. My sensitivity training for work. He is, but he, what? <laughs> he is, but he is rude as hell. I will never go Bach, B A C C, there. You couldn't pay me cash to go Bach there.
0: <laughs> Maybe he's Russian.
1: Horrible experience, awful customer service. And it's just absolutely, hideously disgusting.
0: I'm crying over here, man. Look
1: at all those multi-syllable words they used at the end. Are they
0: pretending to be dumb? This has got to be... Morgan. Morgan has got to be a character off King of the Hill. I'm picturing Hank's twin brother. Or Daryl. This is Daryl from the Atlanta racetrack. His real name is Morgan. (laughs) Daryl? (laughs) Daryl? Man, this hotel, man, it's gonna be absolutely horrible. <laughs> he collected 66 roaches.
1: Wow, <laughs> 66. All right, where are we going next? This one I chose. I had to dig deep because we're at Darlington, and it's called the Raceway Inn. It is right next to the track. I mapped it. <laughs> but Selena, Kona... Oh, yeah, I don't say the last name. There's more (laughs) to the last name. I'm thinking maybe they're Norwegian, the way the last four letters are. But anyway, Selena Dion. One out of five on Google. And I'm going to tell you, I looked at all the reviews, and there is a ton of five out of fives. I looked at the pictures, I Google Earth this thing, there is no freaking way this is a five out of five. So they bumped up their averages, but because it's the raceway in, I thought we'd throw it in here. And the first thing Selena says, all the reviews on here are lies. They're fake reviews by fake accounts that are created by the people who run this place. I believe that the room was going to be somewhat nice from the photos and reviews. I didn't expect much but somehow this place didn't even meet my already low expectations. I think she copy and pasted our review of the Beach Bud Inn in Daytona. This is kind of how it went, isn't it? The rooms look like a place that heroin and meth users would crash in. What if they're high-end heroin users? How do they they know what a place where heroin and meth users crash in?
0: I don't know, other than what I've seen on TV. I was just saying like Hunter Biden, he stayed in nice hotels when he would do his crack. But his dad got on million-dollar jobs. Well, how does she know that...
1: Hunter might be back on it because... he Wasn't it Ukrainian companies that he made his millions on?
0: Chinese, Russian. I, Chinese, Russian. I think it was Ukrainian.
1: Russian, Chinese? Maybe Russian, Chinese, Ukrainians. Maybe.
0: With a little... You think they own the raceway in? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so anyway, back to our heroin users. It could have been Hunter. The heroin users in the hallway... The hallways in the motel
1: are a scene straight out of a Saw movie. i never seen those movies. I saw one, it was pretty violent. There's mold on the toilet and other parts of the bathroom. Hmm. The smell inside the whole building smells like moldy, musty, and like someone just died. Hmm. Probably because you were staying at a heroin hotel and someone did die and you know what it smells like, Selena. The sheets in my room had a bunch of stains and holes in them. That's a W-H-O-L-E-S, holes.
0: <laughs> I would whole go- whole blanket
1: at holes in them. I would go as far to assume that this place doesn't even have a maid. I'm warning all of you, do not stay here. I understand trying to save some money while traveling. That's what my boyfriend and I were trying to do, but it's not worth it. You'll probably catch Ringworm staying here. Really? My boyfriend and I checked out immediately and stayed at the Holiday Inn, which is a million times better. Please stay aware. Please stay anywhere else. If I could give a zero star, I would. All right. Last
0: but not least. So we went to Nashville over the weekend. Did you stay at a raceway? No, we stayed at this place called the Elliston House. It's an Airbnb. They, the dude had it listed as a historic building, right? Historic is usually, I think of historic, I think like Savannah. Charleston, right? yeah. Yeah, just nice old houses. But yeah, old fixed mansions up. fixed up. This thing meant historic as in falling apart, old as dirt, slap some paint on it. The floors were all uneven, paint's chipping off the wall. It had a funky smell. The hot water, so I shaved my head, right? and I used hot water to shave my head. When I got done shaving my head, turned the hot water off, guess what didn't turn off? The hot water. So it just wanted to run the whole time. So I had to turn the water off under the sink to turn the water off for the sink.
1: That's messed up.
0: Yeah, the toilet was crooked. The floors, I guarantee you, all sloped in. We were 45 feet from a nightclub, so all night the live band was hip hopping and thumping my whole room. Sound like an old man over here. And then the people above us come in at 2.30 every morning drunk, passing out on the floor. You hear up sound like they're coming through. Ended up, if you're, ever, if you're ever in Nashville and the Elliston House Airbnb is one of your options, just pass on it. I'm just here to tell you. You won't regret it. So anyway, Travel don't, House in. Don't stay there in Nashville. <laughs> Back to Darlington. We got
1: Kimberly E. At the Travel House. She says, OMG, I've been in barns cleaner than this place. We're in one right now. Yeah, we are. It's a darn barn. Darn barn. Was traveling from Vermont and decided to stop. Was going to go to Motel 6, but saw this place right <laughs> off the interstate. I thought it
0: said she was traveling with t- with a TV. I was like, wow, cool. Why are you tell us that?
1: We figured it would be easy to get back on the road. I didn't realize it would be shortly after we paid for it. <laughs> I didn't dare take my shoes off. Sheets were supposed to be white, but they were yellow tint. Went to turn AC on, and there was so much mold all around it. Window was repaired with duct tape. The walls looked like someone picked the nose and flung it on the walls. Spackling. So there's dried buggers on there? Spackling. The electrical panel was broken and had to wiggle the bottom to turn on the lights. <laughs> I could go on but don't have enough time. We left for the fear of bed bugs and roaches. I would not recommend this place to my worst enemy. I would
0: myself
1: recommend this to my worst enemy.
0: Where did okay, this the whole thing this is great now, but I could go on but don't have enough time. Where's she writing this review from? <laughs> if you're going to write a review. Did she do it
1: while she was driving?
0: Yeah, I mean, don't you sit down and say, oh, I'm going to write a review. Okay, it looks like I've got something going on in 13 seconds. Yeah, I can do it in that. Nope, run out of time. No, when you write a review, you plan. Look, we read reviews on this show all the time. You know, my wife's going to leave a review for the Elliston house, and I had to help her out with it, tell her how to do it i mean the more dramatic you are the better chance you have on ending up on our show yes so just lay the facts out plan it out she gave us boogers and she didn't go on that's what i mean like you're flicking boogers you got mold they repaired it with duct tape they repair nascar race cars with duct i've seen duct tape winning cars at talladega it happens duct tape repairs are okay if you're staying at a travel house in, anything with the word in, it's probably okay to use duct tape there. It's, the whole thing that's wrong with this for me is the fact that she didn't plan out this review very well. She could have had enough time if she would have planned better. Does but she mean Kimberly that? Kimberly didn't plan very well. No, Kimberly. Piss poor planning, the three Ps.
1: And we've done some Motel 6. Failing reviews. to plan
0: is planning to fail. Yep. I heard that somewhere. Sesame Street. Was Promo. it on one of our assigned videos? No, I
1: have to do active shooter training next. I just did blood and pathogens. Did you get any? I have blood. <laughs> probably have some pathogens. I don't remember what a pathogen is. All right, Bad. so we're
0: going to Darlington. The lady in black. Tracks 1.366 miles long. 25 degrees of banking in the turns. What's. Well, the turns are shaped different. That's probably why the banking's different in the two turns, huh? It's an egg. I just thought about that. I was like, I wonder why the turns are different. But Now I realize it. So
1: I think it's more like a road course because of its shape. Because you got two different kind of
0: ends. It's kind of what Texas was going for when they screwed their track up. Two different corners. It worked at Darlington. What works at Darlington doesn't work at Texas.
1: Yeah, and you know they call that the track that's never been fixed. <laughs> And we're going to do the All-Star again.
0: Well, tell us something about about Darlington.
1: Now, I took this. I usually go Wikipedia, but this is from the NASCAR Hall of Fame's page. I hadn't been there before, and I I really liked what they did. So, this was written by Tom Jensen, May 15, 2020.
0: I don't think we can read all of it.
1: No, I'm going to just
0: pick a few.
1: No, no, we can read it all. We gave credit. Oh, Tom Jensen. Yeah.
0: May 15th 2020. to the
1: NASCAR Hall of Fame website. Yeah.
0: Blog slash tracks. The Lady in Black Roars Back. Yep. By Tom Jensen. The
1: 2020 NASCAR Premier Series schedule resumes on May 17th, Sunday at Darlington Raceway. The high speed internet, egg shaped oval in the heart of the PD region of South Carolina. That's. It's
0: almost PP. Well, yeah. <laughs>
1: But that's what they also call
0: myrtle beach and it's a
1: long way from there's a river called the pd in between florence and conway i think
0: pd is what you catch when you sleep in the travel in
1: uh by wyndham yeah (laughs) maybe ppd yeah (laughs) darlington was well earned reputation as one of the sports most challenging places to race the track measures as brad already said 1.366 miles in length Eric Almirola's track qualifying record is a jaw-dropping 184, which, if you look at the track, that is a doll, jaw bleh. can't speak, guys, sorry, jaw-dropping speed.
0: See, so Tom should have put how long it took to run that lap. Like, what's the speed? 100, Eric Almirola went 184 miles an hour. What, what's that really telling us? I oh, don't know. I'd like to know both the track time and yeah. the speed. We're on a lap
1: Actually, with a calculator, we know it's 1.366. Oh, God.
0: You're, you're getting into math? Well, I got a calculator. Yeah, I failed that calculator class.
1: So Darlington has been a staple of NASCAR Premier Series circuit since it opened in 1950, which is old, guys. It's one of the first two paved super speedways. And it remains a vital link to the roots of stock car racing. Remember when we didn't go there at all? Darlington? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then they... What the hell? Then they took it away to one race a year. Why would they do that? So they could fit more cookie-cutter mile-and-a-half tracks on the schedule. But
1: Darlington's the best thing in South Carolina other than Myrtle Beach.
0: As long as it's not like Martinsville.
1: Martinsville, well, we're going to see. It is a, well, it is very narrow. This could be a questionable, questionable race, guys. You need to watch it. So I'm going to read the first time out memory. And then we'll conclude this awesomeness. When Darlington hosted the inaugural Southern 500 on September 4, 1950, it drew huge 75-car field for the first 500-mile race in NASCAR history. Driving a 1950 Plymouth Coupe with a six cylinder engine that got better gas mileage than the big Ozempils and Cadillac V8s, Johnny Mance won the first Darlington race by nine laps over Hall of Famer Fireball Roberts, who is haunting Cody Ware. Nine for those laps. That don't remember. It took Mance six hours and 38 minutes and 40 seconds to win the first race. The first Darlington race was so successful. The following year, the field swelled to 82 cars. So I'm figuring we, we have, the ass in was at the front bumper of the pole. Yeah.
0: We have people who complain about a three and a half hour race. This race took six hours, 38 minutes, and 40 seconds. And it says seconds.
1: it was so successful. What well, the heck? I know. Can you? Fox nine would, laps yeah. nine <laughs> laps down is we would be place. complaining about oh that race god. if Box had it on oh my god mark y'all,
0: y'all <laughs> just had three hours and 13 minutes of commercials for six hours and 38 minutes of racing
1: mike joy would have a he would die of old age
0: mike joy would have to take a break
1: in the middle clint would spaz out and the third person in the booth would have to be a psychologist
0: Well, Clint doesn't say full sentences. He's like a kid with ADD, just shouts things out periodically on the broadcast. So tell us
1: what you said before we recorded this about your thoughts on Clint.
0: I said I don't care for Clint in the booth because he's like a kid with ADD and he just shouts things out. You got Mike Joy and Larry McReynolds up in the booth this weekend carrying on a conversation And it's like a mom and dad having a conversation, and their 5 year old standing next to them going, Mom, Mommy, Mommy, race car, race car, (laughs) squirrel, squirrel. Look, they touched. Mommy, Mommy, spinning. Cody Ware, Cody Ware, spin out. And the whole time, Mike and Larry are having a conversation. I'm like, it's okay, Clint, just sit down. And it was the same last weekend with Dell Jr. I've never noticed it until this year. But Clint, we all know, he's got ADD. He's all over the place In a normal conversation, you throw him in the booth, he's really all over the place. I just think it's better when you have a third person who kind of keeps the conversation going, but it also makes Clint's erratic ADD behavior stand out too.
1: But what you told me that was so, this is another word of the day, succinct, was that with Mike Joy and the other people in the booth, and I'm paraphrasing what Brad said, there's a beginning... A body and a conclusion. With Clint, it's just shotgun blast.
0: Yes. He's all over the place.
1: Well, that's all I got for Darlington, folks. But really, to get more information, go to the Hall of Fame's website and look at the tracks.
0: All right, Dover fantasy picks. So, like we said, it's a 1.366 asphalt egg shaped oval, 25 degrees of banking in one and two. 23 degrees of bankings in turns two and three. You got three degrees on the front and two degrees on the back straightaway. It is a NASCAR on track. That means you do not have to take your own toilet paper. They will provide toilet paper for you in the bathrooms. Do you not have to pee in tubs? No, they actually, I don't know. It's old, 1950. Yeah, they might still have the OG troughs in there, but they might not. So Kyle Larson, eight races here, zero wins. Yes, seven top tens out of those eight races and an average finish of 5.5. Denny Hamlin, 19 races here, four wins, 15 top tens and an average finish of 7.1. Truex Jr. MTJ, 19 races as well, two wins, 10 top tens, and an average finish of 10.8. Austin DeLon, 11 races, zero wins, four top tens, and an average finish of 2.2. Kyle Bush, KFB, 20 races, one win, 13 top tens, and an average finish of 12. Kevin, Old Man Grandpa uh, Harvick, 28 races, the most on our list. But he has three wins, 17 of those 28s were a top 10, And a 12.4 average finish. And defending race winner, Dover champion, Chase Elliott. Has 10 races at Darlington. Zero wins. Four top tens. And an average finish of 18.6. But Chase has momentum on his side. This week, my picks are. Denny Hamlin. Kyle Busch. Tyler Reddick. And Daniel Suarez. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm not picking Chase. It's bad I, luck. I'm gonna pull
1: this out of the stratosphere. Corey LaJoy will get his first win.
0: Was everybody else gonna quit?
1: No. <laughs> He's been running good in the middle of races. Yeah. He
0: just can't finish them. Thirty-five power. A thirty-five car pileup.
1: I know, he gets he races in inferior cars, and he'll tell you that
0: All right. over
1: and over again. My next pick's going to be Kurt, Kurt Busch. He's not even on your list of the best of the best.
0: His stats were pretty dismal.
1: Yeah, Kurt's going to turn it around. He's going to give Denny another win so Denny can't cry. Then for my dark horse, I'm going with Austin Dillon. That's a good pick. Ross Chastain.
0: I kind of want to go Eric Jones. At some point, Ross is not going to be able to be a dark horse anymore. <laughs> yeah. How many wins do you have to have to be considered a non All right, let's horse? change
1: to Eric Jones. Okay. I mean, you can go Eric's, with Ross. But Eric's been running well. Um, I think his contract's up after this season. It is. And he needs a win to get it renewed. I think he's a good fit with Petty Racing, or whatever
0: they call it this week petty germain
1: is it petty germain
0: boston red sox racing no that's the keselowski group owns half the baseball league too oh it's roush they keep adding names it's roush fenway biden hunter keselowski trump. trump yeah racing yeah and i think hillary might own part of it i think pelosi owns a part of rick ware no that's a fact Well. Yep. <laughs> Wrecking it like insider else. trading <laughs> from
1: all that information she got. And then, David Perdue, he was going to buy into Track House, but he decided to offshore it to China. <laughs> but Chinese made cars aren't in NASCAR anymore.
0: We messed them all up, huh? Yep. All right, everyone, that's the show for this week. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks for listening. We greatly appreciate everything. We love every one of you. Make sure you check us out on Spotify, rate us, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, hit us up on Twitter, it's at Backwards. and check out our website, racecarbackwards.com. That's a wrap, guys. Thanks. Have a good week. Hey, do you think I could make a cake like Janet? Hey, you've seen how good it looks, right? Yeah, I can't.
1: <laughs> Goodbye, guys. See y'all.
0: to race car spelled backwards.